0: Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Find the link to the show, like Zach mentioned earlier, on our Twitter timeline and Instagram story. Hit us up there at A to Z Sports. And lots of TikTok coverage out there at A to Z Sports Nashville on TikTok, where we actually had this Malik Willis video we're about to play. In a few minutes go viral on TikTok. So we got to thank our sponsors before we officially get going here on the show with Wilson County Hyundai. If you're in need of a new car, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, Bone and, joint, tn.org, and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash So uh, out of the gates, uh Caleb, Zach, had homework after yesterday's post-practice training camp live video that Sam and I did. Caleb brought up, is Traylon Burks or would Traylon Burks be the biggest pump returner in NFL history and said go do your homework so Caleb did his homework in the past 10 years and Burks would be the biggest uh in the at least the last 10 years as a punt returner we'll talk about uh punt returning uh later on in the show with Traylon Burks but Zach we're gonna lead here with Malik Willis and what happened at practice yesterday I told you guys I was gonna pay more attention to Malik Willis and his uh footwork his how he goes about drills And so we'll play you this video of Ryan Tannehill, Logan Woodside, and Malik Willis in that order going through a footwork drill. Those are towels, like sweat towels laying on the floor on the ground there that they are working with their footwork on foot placement in the pocket, pocket movement. They're getting direction from the quarterback coach, Pat O'Hara, on which direction to go, how to chop, where to drop, and reacting in live time to that. So there's Ryan Tannehill going through pretty clean and then Logan Woodside. The big deal is I want you guys to pay attention to Tannehill and Woodside here. And then when we get to Malik Willis here in a few seconds, the difference in Malik Willis doing this drill compared to the two veterans, uh, in Tannehill and Woodside. So there's here. All right, so here's Malik Willis. Let's see what you guys think about this one, Zach. First off, the, the ball flies out of his hands. But what stood out to me watching this live is that his steps are so much bigger than the others. He's covering so much more ground that he is sometimes almost two full yards behind the towels. So what's your reaction to that uh, and watching that uh, with us there?
1: Well, I think the disclosure needs to be how many times Malik Willis has done that drill versus how many times Ryan Tannehill and Logan Woodside (laughs) have done that drill, drill, right? I mean, we know Tannehill has been on this roster for a few years now, right? Yeah, and he this got the hundred contract. Year well, eleven in the NFL, right? Right. And so I, I think that holds a lot of weight to this conversation. There is a difference between the two versus the one, right? And Malik Willis and you also, you know, mentioned how it flies out of his hand. You know, his arm strength and his that whip, that velocity. That's one of the main reasons why they drafted him with the value that they got in the third round. But this particular drill, especially, what, day two of training camp, I do have to look to experience of, and and that's kind of where I looked at. I said, wow, the the first two, Tannehill and Woodside, they've been doing that drill. Even, and this is kind of where I looked at, look at where Malik Willis starts his drill compared to where the foot or the feet of Logan Woodside and Ryan Tannehill are when they start the drill. I thought that kind of cued me too, to say these guys know where to start. Malik Willis is learning where to start this drill.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And look, and uh, so MB says it's unfair. Austin, those other guys have been doing this drill for years. And I'm not trying to take shots at Malik Willis. I am simply trying to offer up what's happening in training camp practice with Malik Willis, where he's at in his development, to try to have fans understand what we are seeing. Because the unfortunate part of training camp this year is a limited amount of fans will be at Titans practice two times in training camp. They might do a, an open Nissan Stadium uh, practice at some point, but we don't have that deep those details a special yet.
1: special team session?
0: Yeah, so we have no idea. But I can see Malik Willis practice. You guys can't. And I I want to try to show you where he's at. He's got a long way to go. And so Derrick Henry was also god-awful at the majority of running back footwork drills, his rookie training camp too. New drills, tough to do. You got to kind of like trick your mind and get your mind understanding what they're supposed to be doing for you to be athletic and look good in the drills. But I also do think it's important and so Malachi asks, is it a bad thing that he covers so much ground? And Tim says it means he is more athletic. No, it doesn't mean he's more athletic. Uh, that doesn't show anything. But back to Malachi's comment, he covers too much ground. Why is that important? Why is the placement of Malik Willis in this drill important? Because Taylor Lewan and whoever wins the right tackle job, Dylan Raidens or Nicholas petit Frere need to know where Malik Willis is supposed to be. And if Ryan Tannehill and Logan Woodside know where their spot is in the pockets, they can better protect that quarterback. If a DN wants to go speed rush around the outside and Taylor Wan wants to ride that guy as, like deeper than the quarterback will be, no problem. That guy's out of the play. But if Malik Willis is two yards too deep in his drop, Lawan can't see that in the back of his head. He thinks... I can ride this guy deep, and I'm fine. And all of a sudden, he's riding his guy right into the quarterback if the quarterback's in the wrong spot. That's why it's important overall.
1: So, look, I, I do not – and we'll go ahead and roll the film because I yeah. want to time this up to to Malik Willis. I, I do not claim to be a quarterback coach. I've never been a quarterback coach. I, I'm not a quarterback coach, all right? Full disclosure. But I, I have – uh, worked with Chris Sims, uh, as you guys kind of know the story, when he was trying to get back into the NFL. And Chris Sims actually taught me so much about quarterbacking. Look at where Tannehill's feet were pointed when he throws. Look at where that, that, that yeah. top toe is pointed towards the direction of where he is going to throw. Woodside is the exact same way. He's compact in his delivery. He knows exactly where he's going with the ball. That was the biggest thing that I saw between Tannehill, Woodside, and then coming up here on Malik Willis. That gives you your power and your accuracy. Your accuracy is switching the hips. And again, I'm just relaying what Chris Sims has told me. Look at where his foot is. His back foot compared to his front foot. It's not as compact of where Tannehill. And here's the other unique part that I will give Malik Willis some credit for. This may be his throwing style. I have no idea, right? This may be how he was successful at Liberty. I do not know. I, I, I haven't run his tape to, to see if that's a carryover. But I do know Logan Woodside and Ryan Tannehill, they're doing all the things that Chris Sims was telling me how to be a professional quarterback in being compact and switching your hips to get the power through your legs and in your arm. Malik Willis has arm power. I mean, he has arm talent. That's one of the reasons why they drafted him. I would be curious to ask Pat O'Hara and, you know, the, the assistants, they do speak. So there will be an opportunity to ask him questions is what do you see with Malik Willis and this footwork and how wide his base is when he releases the football, because that's the difference between Woodside Tannehill and then Malik. Is the base when the football is released.
0: And, and you know what's funny, Zach? Because
1: that's a great point. Because Malik Willis is extra
0: wide. Remember who wasn't wide enough and they worked really hard to widen his base was Marcus Mariota.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah he was it was penciled. the opposite. Yeah. It yes. Was, he so, was penciled. He was more upright and he couldn't get the power from his legs. Yeah. So exactly. I'm, I'm sure there's a happy medium. And again, yeah, I yeah, will absolutely. Say, yeah. I will say one more time I am not a quarterback's coach. Yeah. I don't plan to be. I can diagnose football. I've watched a lot of football in my life. But just looking at that, and I think that's what we're doing in this, let's just say, session or A to Z sports drill, is trying to figure out the difference because you can clearly see the difference between the three quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, so let's let's get you guys more involved and uh, have a chance for you to have your opinion. What's the biggest difference you see in Tannehill and Malik and Woodside and Malik Willis in these drills? What's the biggest difference? that you guys see in this drill. We'll play the video again when we come back and read through your comments uh, as well and really what it means overall because there's a there's a positive in this as well and then also the concern, the footwork. So we'll get to your guys' comments here in a second. But, Zach, first, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com. You can look there at the bottom of the screen. You can see that white palisade right there and that black Sonata. I mean, these things are slick. They can get you from point A to point B with fuel efficiency. Gas prices are still high. Don't don't let anybody tell you that they're not, even though people are trying to say that they're coming down. They're still high. They're still too damn high. Well, you got to combat that with some great fuel efficient vehicles. And that includes the Palisade, which is the full-size SUV with third row seating. It also includes the Sonato is a four-door sedan. They've got the Elantra. They've got the Santa Fe, the Tucson. Your perfect-making model is right around the corner. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. Visit Payne Bone and his team. Painbone will hook you up with a great, great deal. You've just got to go out there and test drive one today. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com.
0: Hey, BetMGM today, if you're an existing user and you've already used our promo code to sign up, it's first no-run first-inning Friday again. So it does feel like a Friday on the BetMGM app. So what you got to do, Major League Baseball games today, find one game to place a no-run first-inning bet on, and that is risk-free up to $25 if only one run is scored in that first inning. So check out our social media throughout the day. We'll post a suggestion on where you should place your no run first inning Friday bet on. Again, go in the game props. No runs scored in the first inning. You place that bet. It is risk free up to $25 if only one run is scored in that first inning. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 or older, Tennessee only. All promotions, subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued, acknowledgeable free bets, or like credit. Free bets expire in seven days. For problem and game support, call Tennessee Redline 800 889. 97.89 here live on this Friday Zach I'm gonna send you to the comment section and I'm gonna play the video while you're reading comments uh, about again so we can all kind of go through one more time with the Malik Willis video and footwork and the comments so what's the chat saying about our question is the biggest difference? In Malik Willis and the two veteran
1: quarterbacks. Yeah, and look, this is just an exercise we're doing, right? I mean, this is not is a unique topic. You know, Austin and I are not at each other's throats arguing. It's just an exercise of diagnosing what we see. So go ahead and roll that film. The, you know, a a couple of you guys are saying, you know, that back foot from tighten up footwork and confidence is uh is what to do slash go. Biggest difference is being polished, and I've seen that a lot in the comments experience bottom line from Harry, which I, I agree with every throwing motion is different. Every quarterback has slightly different base. There's just not one right way to do it, which I Mm -hmm. think you have to agree with, with Mason, you know, Michael Vick's release is a lot different than Phillip rivers. I mean, right. Those are two completely different. I do think that there's a basis of what quarterbacking to get your feet, to help your arm. I think there is that fluidity, but you know, Mark Jones says experience, Just experience coming in from Troy, being comfortable and doing the drill, which I agree with. His footwork is in developmental mode, which is absolutely uh, true. Biggest difference is he's a rookie. Josh Carroll goes with with that. Jameson says, fluidness. Malik is thinking because of his lack of footwork and playing slower as a result just in this drill. That's Jameson's opinion. Um, And a lot of experience coming in on the chat you know, I, I think I have to agree with that. It's and and Scott, I think, puts it very eloquently. Malik Willis is a project. We have to view him as such. And look, I think that was a big experience in the drill. I, I don't think that that is just the the wide base. I, I don't think that that's how you're supposed to be in the NFL. So I think that's what Pat O'Hare and the offense is trying to work on with. Malik Willis but the Tennessee Titans drafted Malik Willis to be a project they didn't draft him in the same right of what Trevor Lawrence was last year where you're gonna have to play right away or Joe Burrow it just is not the same he's a third round pick from Liberty okay he didn't play he was playing against North Texas he wasn't playing against Texas A&M like there you have to kind of look at that and his athleticism and I think you can't run away from this austin malik willis's athleticism against the competition he played against in college helped him tremendously be selected as high as he did whether it's the 3rd, 2nd or 1st round in the NFL draft and that i think is was what was intriguing to the tennessee titans for this project his game making and playmaking ability he's a project I think that was a product of lack of experience of the drill.
0: Yeah. And I tweeted out from the A to Z account yesterday and a different, you know, video compilation of Malik Willis going through a bunch of different, uh, drills yesterday. And he is a project. There's, there's such a lack of comfort level with him doing these drills rolling out. He is, it's not his fault. It's the fault of the coaches that he's had prior to now, That he is so raw when it comes to fundamentals and footwork and all aspects of playing the position. His footwork in the pocket is actually probably his best footwork. Whenever he's on the move, it gets really wild. And I've watched now probably six or seven of his practices. And still, when he's rolling to his left, the ball comes out really weird. It almost has like a tailspin to it where it has like a like a curveball action. It's not accurate. Sometimes it's way over the head of the intended target. Sometimes it's way inside or outside. It could really be anywhere. So Malik Willis is, I think, what the Titans are doing and what the Titans can afford to do this year is strip everything down. You understand you have a super talented athlete who has a really competitive spirit and has shown that he can be good in games. But if you strip everything down this year, and then build him back up while you rely on Ryan Tannehill to get you where you want to go, then you're, then that's okay. And so I, I did see somebody um, commented that I wanted to really disagree with. Uh, let's see, Sean. Sean said, uh, well, really, Dwayne's comment of another wasted to draft pick. I think that's so far off. But Sean actually brings up a, an actual like conversation point. A third-round project in such an important year could be considered careless by an organization. I mean, you could argue that you could argue that the Titans could have used another wide receiver at the third round level, another offensive lineman at the third round level, another, whatever, right. And that's in that pick of 86 overall, but they decided to go with a project quarterback because I think the payoff of a project quarterback who has such a high ceiling is too good to pass up at that point. And so, and Danny adds, it was their second third round pick, so they had more flexibility to play with. So again, I like the pick. I like the 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 thought behind the pick. It's just I the, the main point of the show is I want Titans fans to be patient because I know and see it now. If Tannehill throws an interception on Monday Night Football in Week Two in Buffalo, Titans fans on social media are going to be throwing their hands up, being like, "Put Malik in." Where's pressure? School?
1: Yes. That, that's what they did. I told you that before the draft. Are you going to help Tannehill or are you going to put pressure on Tannehill? They did a little bit of both. I mean, Yeah, I think but
0: I can... don't think, like what I'm trying to tell you, Zach, is watching Malik Willis right now, there's zero pressure. Malik Willis is giving zero pressure
1: to no, Ryan Tannehill. Well, you weren't talking about that. You were talking about fans. There's two different conversations, right? Yeah. So let's separate yes. them. The pressure comes from the fans. The pressure doesn't come from within inside the building. They know that it's just Kyler Murray's BS yesterday. Ryan Tannehill he had to sit there and address something about that fan pressure. But it's but you brought up fan pressure. <laughs> you literally the I, you so, referenced fan pressure. Yeah, but not not in the scope of
0: Tannehill dealing with it. I'm talking about the fans' psyche, the fans' reaction of saying, "Of oh, don't jump to want Malik Willis. He's not
1: ready." That's my point of saying that. So here, here's my thought. I think that, and we have to go back in time, and I think fans easily forget because of how the, the draft kind of shook out. Everybody, all the experts were saying that Malik Willis was going to be the first quarterback drafted in the draft. Do you yeah. guys remember that? Yeah. I, I guess you don't. But like that was the projection yeah. from all the quote-unquote experts Todd, 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 Todd McShay, yeah, Mel Kiper right. Jr. Like, all of them were saying that. Now, we now know how the draft went. And the Titans, and I think the reference of the, th- uh, the, the two third-round picks, definitely influenced their decision-making in taking Malik Willis. Here is what I think that the Titans, this season, in 2022, are trying to figure out with Malik Willis. And I think... I do think that this is going to happen. His progression does influence my my opinion, but I think what they're trying to do is, can they put a package together for Malik Willis that they feel comfortable at? I'm not talking about 15 plays during the season. I'm talking about two or three. Do they feel that they can use his athletic ability and maybe some tomfoolery or trickeration which Mike Vrabel is notorious at doing. Just ask Kevin Byard's, you know, throwing against the Texans years ago in a punt formation. Right, that was the only touchdown scored in that game. No, Taquan
0: Taylor had a screen pass and went for.
1: He, he, he they're known for that. Yeah, right. So I think that's what they're doing for this season. I think overall they're trying to figure out can Malik Willis be the future franchise uh, quarterback. That's I, a bigger question, but I do expect, and I would not be surprised if there is a Malik Willis package that comes through at some point this year. I think that's what they're trying to figure out. But with the footwork and all the things that they're trying to learn, that's not ready now. I mean, it's it's July 29th. It just started. But can it be ready October? Can it be ready in November? Can they win or get some points or a big play in December or early January because Malik Willis has the talent? I don't, and we talk about him not even being active for the first handful of games. I agree. I, they're probably not going to activate him, but who knows what's going to happen through the course of the season? We know that roster moves. John Robinson is a very active general manager during the season. Just look at last year, right? You have to adapt. That's my opinion and what I think that they're trying to get him prepared for for
0: 2022. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Malik Willis is going to be on the roster the entire season. So will Logan Woodside, unless there's an injury here. And, and I, th- in, I agree more with Scott saying that this is going to be a red shirt year from Malik Willis. I mean, will they use Malik Willis in a fun, goofy, you know, that's the point package in November. I mean, maybe, but like, I, I don't, I also, because Jack Gentry and I had a, had a similar conversation a few weeks ago. And I just feel like everything that you would want to try to accomplish with Malik Willis in a exotic, fun, deceptive package Ryan Tannehill can also execute
1: like Ryan. It's not about that. It's about keeping the defense loyal, right? It's saying, well, we're going to throw something else at you where Tannehill is not on the field. And it happens all the time in the NFL. This is not anything crazy. I know. I think that it will happen late in the season.
0: I just think you can still run those exact same plays with Tannehill on the field. But that's not the the
1: point. You're getting Malik Willis experience. You're putting him in a game. You're getting some excitement and you're throwing off a defense with maybe a successful play. Who knows? They, yeah, that's got to be just, drawn
0: up. I just think there has to be a lot more development to get to that point yet. Uh, oh, and
1: well, yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, that's Dave, David agrees.
0: David agrees with Zach. It's about getting his feet wet, not the trickeration of the whole thing. It's about the experience.
1: Yeah. Uh, David. Ah, David. Love of the show. Well, and, I, lo- and, I love that. We're on the same page, David. I well, like it. Troy asked a question on
0: YouTube: uh, If seventeen goes down for a while, who do you think they would start, Willis or Woodside? Well, I think it all depends on the length that that Tannehill's out, right? If ten, like, what's a while? They're Detroit is a yeah, wild three, five,
1: th- eight, 13 games. I mean, yeah. right.
0: If it's two to three games, then Woodside's going to do it. If it's like a month or more then maybe it's time for Willis to get some of those reps,
1: three games could be in an eternity with Logan Woodside though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, with what they're trying to accomplish this year, you never want to look at that. And obviously look at the Baltimore Ravens. They were eight and three. Lamar Jackson gets hurt. They don't make the playoffs. It'll kill your season real quick. It just will. And, you know, it it's interesting to think about that, but it's not real fun to think about it, right? Because I think it 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 destroys the Titan season. Ryan Tannehill is the starting quarterback. He has to be the starting quarterback. He's earned the starting quarterback. The 50 plus million dollar cap space tells you that. And he needs. He needs to go through this season and Ryan Tannehill needs to prove what type of quarterback he is. He has to go above and beyond what we've seen, which I think is going to be very difficult, but that's why you play the game.
0: Yeah, no doubt. A to Z sports here live on this Friday. Titans practice is just under an hour away uh, on this Friday. They're going to be in the bubble because of the weather today. So looking forward to getting out there. Um, again, but let's get to this next topic, Zach, because I find this to be fascinating. Uh, are you in or out on the Titans using Traylon Burks as a punt returner? And you will hear Mike Vrabel answer the question from our Sam Phelan about Traylon Burks being used as a punt returner here in a second. But are you in or out on Traylon Burks as a punt returner? But real quick, the Bone and Joint Institute is where you need to turn if you get hurt in life and that just happens, it's unavoidable at times, you're going to get hurt uh, living your life. So just know where to go and how to get there, to get back to recovery and don't wait too long. Like I waited two weeks too long with my foot before I reached out to Dr. Jeff Watson in the bone and joint Institute. Like I talk about them every day and I still waited too long. So learn from me. If you have an injury, take care of it, jump on that thing. So it gets better. Boneandjointtn.org in Franklin, they have over 12, Doctors there at their Franklin campus who specialize in any type of joint or, or sport orthopedic injury you could possibly have, boneandjointtn.org.
1: Malachi, before I talk about BetMGM, Malachi comes up with pretty good. I don't think Tannehill needs to prove himself. I think Downing needs to prove himself. you I mean, let's put that in the holster for next oh week, God. Austin. I, I would love to have that conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know you would because I know we disagree on that. Um, let's 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 talk about BetMGM, though. They don't have to prove themselves. They're loyal. We're loyal to them. You should download the app right now, right today. Well, not right now. Keep watching the show. But after, after the show, After you close out and log out, whether you're watching on a computer, your iPhone, your Android, go to your app store and download BetMGM and use that promo code ATOZsports. It is Friday. That means no run first inning Friday. Risk-free up to $25 if only one run is scored in the first inning. That's BetMGM hooking you up with more deals on deals on deals. Major League Baseball is rolling through, but football is right around the corner. Download the app today
0: are you in or out on the Titans using Traylon Burks as a punt returner? Yesterday, there were four guys uh, fielding punts for the Titans in practice. And Zach, I'm going to have you go to the chat. There's a lot of comments there in the chat about this. I'm going to have you go there in a second, but the four guys returning punts, Mason Kinsey, Kyle Phillips, Terry Godwin, former Georgia Bulldogs speedster who the Titans literally signed yesterday. And then Traylon Burks returning uh, punts. And, Caleb did his homework yesterday. Traylon Burks would be the biggest punt returner in the NFL in the last 10 years. (laughs) Caleb also
1: brought up a very good point. I'm going to talk about after we get through these comments that I never, and I don't know why I hadn't thought about till now since Traylon Burks was drafted by the Titans. Okay. Uh, So I'll disclose that. Let's go to the chat though. In or out on Traylon Burks as a punt returner is wild. Titan says out. Uh, out due to his conditions uh, out very bad idea uh, theron is in Tony is out out don't hurt himself from Scott Karen is out Aaron is in Xavier is out put Kyle Phillips back there not trailer Burks. he says John says out out for sure from Eric D says out Jameson says out CJ says out uh, more susceptible to injury out from Big Ten Jeff dude is already gassed enough i think he's he we got to give him a little bit more leash now that he came into camp in shape big 10 jeff look i was right there with you now we have to give him the opportunity and this is messed up to say but to fail right to 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 regress to take a step back he hasn't done that yet so uh that's kind of where that is brandon brings up d mason returning punts with that emoji i think he's got a point there Derek says I'm in. Now that's two different physiques from Brandon, right? Derek Mason and Traylon Burks. Yes. Uh Titans Kyle says out in from Ethan Ramsey for extra conditioning reps. Uh Devin says out great players can do it all from Chris Malachi says out. Lucas says in Michael says out. We need someone that is not a starter to return punts and kicks. Troy says out. Steven says out. Michael says out. Rooney says out. And, Tim brings up little Teddy from our our guy, Sam Phelan. You know, he does. The the Teddy Brewski conversation needs to be had. But (laughs) Austin, the chat says out. Yeah. Are you in or are you out?
0: My whole philosophy on football is that I should be out on this. And so, Traylon Burks... (laughs) (laughs) Traylon Burke's history, he's returned 12 12 punts his freshman year at Arkansas and one punt his sophomore year at Arkansas. 13 punts for 134 yards, that's easy math, at 10.3 yards per return uh, in his career. He returned 10 kickoffs his freshman year and averaged 22.6 yards per kickoff return. I think I would be more willing to put him back there to kick return than a punt return because I feel like his running style is more suited for that. But he's just a big ass punt returner. I mean, like Caleb said, if he's 230 pounds, if he's at his actual listed weight of 225, the biggest punt returner in over 10 years in the NFL, there's a reason why punt returners are not this big because it takes a different type of shiftiness. You want to be able to dodge hits. And so I'll let you answer before we hear Vrabel talk.
1: I'll let you, I'm out on this overall. I, I uh, agree. Yeah, I was waiting. I, I You said a lot. I didn't know what you were doing. But it, no, I mean, my it, whole so philosophy. Your final, what's whole, your final answer, Austin? My,
0: I'm out. My whole philosophy on how you construct a roster is that your your top two receivers should not be your punt returner unless that player has shown elite ability at doing that. And it's and not, he hasn't like, shown that. No, like a Dory Jackson being your number one corner and then trying to have him at promo returner makes sense because he was elite at that in college. Traylon Burks hasn't returned a punt since the COVID year of 2020. So he's clearly not elite at that. So don't use him for that.
1: Look, you went through his history of kickoff and punt returns they did him because he's a freshman a freshman in college you throw your best guys out there to see if you can make a a play and steal seven points in the sec i mean that's what you do
0: yeah
1: i am wherever you are out i am about fifty thousand miles in space more out on this (laughs) i think this is ridiculous it doesn't make any sense i think this is stupid Uh, i think he has more pressure on Traylon Burks has more pressure on him than anybody else because of the AJ Brown situation. Don't put more pressure on him. You referenced to Dory Jackson. He was elite in college. He was trash ass as a pro. He, I mean, he that Jags game, Rings and Titans fans mind. Remember that? Thursday night football. Jags, Titans, live from Jacksonville. A muff punt from a Dory changed that game. And then the, the fourth down non-conversion in the red zone from Mario to Delaney Walker. Now I'm just getting flashbacks of that. But Adore Jackson set them up for disaster, and they lost that game because of the, their poor start. Don't set up Traylon Burks to fail. Set him up for success. And what we know Traylon Burks is good at is deep routes, going over the top against lesser corners to grab the ball, his hand-catching ability that he is learning to use his body as well, as he referenced in some of the interviews, that I, that I heard from us over the last couple of days. You want a reliable resource to catch the football and punts. I, don't get me wrong, but it ain't your number one first round draft pick that you traded another pick for. Uh, yeah. I'm out.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, Deontay says if he's capable, why not? Then Charles says everyone relax. He won't be returned punts. Well, Charles, let's listen to the head coach when Sam asked Mike Vrabel about Traylon Burke's returning punts.
1: Well, the most important is that you catch it that you can secure the ball, uh, I think that's where we're at right now. I think that one thing that he showed in college was that he was tough with the ball was he? he was, he could run after the catch. And so hopefully just trying to find as many places to get guys that can help us. And if he
0: can catch and secure and, and make the first guy miss, you know, then he has a chance to help us. But most importantly, he's going to be able to take care of the football. Uh, I would say that
1: there hasn't been an evaluation for for the pumper turn job, catching it from the jugs, maybe a few from the motor from from Stoney or Brett, but without gunners coming at you, a uh, live action that that's been hard to you know evaluate. I think that he's getting more comfortable catching them, and you know, you know we can see him out there in preseason. Hopefully
0: we'll see him out there in preseason catching punts.
1: He didn't I mean, say no, the, no, 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 no. He didn't. What did we? What did he, he didn't say that. What did he say? He didn't say catching punts. You that's added that's what he's that.
0: answering. Though no. he's no, getting. More, no, he no. didn't
1: say catching punts. Zach, Zach. He literally set it
0: up and said. But that's the that is prototypical Vrabel. Uh, no, 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 no. That's Vrabel. No, no, I am putting a thirty second timeout on you for a second. Okay. He's answering the question about. You know, it's hard to gauge it in practice because there's no gunners. There's no live tacklers. There's really no live punt. It's just Jugs' machine, but he's getting more comfortable catching them. And we'll see if he gets out there and does it in the preseason. He's literally referring to Traylon Burks potentially returning punts in the preseason. But he game.
1: didn't say catch and punch. You added That's that. what he's
0: saying. You That's didn't, the, he didn't say that. back. That is the question that was asked to him. Stop being so dense.
1: No, that's you know the that. art of Vrabel. No, no bull. Don't be an you idiot. That. That's what the art of Vrabel. About? This is what Vrabel just said. I, I, I've listened to Vrabel enough times. I know exactly what he's saying. They are doing this to have Traylon Burks catch more footballs. That's what they're working on. It's because a- he the more balls you catch his job is a wide receiver. No, He's catching that. I that's what my opinion is. I'm sticking with it. You can disagree, but I think he will. I, I, I don't want to put a hundred percent on this, but I'm 99 that Traylon Burks. I do not expect him to return punts in the regular season. Well, that, not we're talking about the that.
0: preseason, Zach, and that—that yeah, that was the, the thing
1: there. And so let me maybe just, they well. So here, last thing, maybe they walk him out there in the preseason, and he does a fair catch, right? Yeah, and so let me just call BS on on your
0: thing about that's how he can catch more catch more balls because uh, let's see, uh, Matt said where Matt's comment goes exactly right, Zach. They're giving him more reps; he needs to catch up. Yeah, but catching and Traylon Burks said this to Sam and you can go read it at a from yesterday in Sam's article about this. Sam had a one on one with Burks about catching punts and you don't catch punts and passes the same way. In fact, no, it's I, the I, exact uh, opposite. So oh. you saying you literally said he needs more reps catching a football. Well, if he needs more rats catching the football, they wouldn't have him catch punts with his elbows tied to his ribs. They'd have him go catch more passes with his hands out. Like,
1: you know, he's supposed to. Catching the football is a generalized term. The more you're, you're being specific. Catching more footballs as a wide receiver is a good thing. That, uh, and that's my opinion. I believe that's what they are doing. They're putting him in different situations. That's obvious that, to catch more footballs but Traylon burks is not a punt returner <laughs> guys I, I look again we're both out on Traylon burks returning
0: punts but mike vrabel said you know hopefully we'll see him do it in the preseason with right. some live
1: reps question to you austin while we're on the topic do you think Traylon burks catches a punt in any of the preseason games I mean, we have to see. I'm, I'm asking gonna, you a question. That This is the most yes or no opinion. I well,
0: don't want a fence. Okay. I want a yes well, or no I, because of opinion. Here's the thing, Zach, because if I answer yes, then you're going to hold it against me for the p- three preseason games. Well, yeah, because, we're going
1: to find out. Well, I mean, because, who but cares? Again, At the end but, of the day, who cares? All, but all I'm I, asking well, you a question you, that you I would care like you to answer. You
0: care because you're always keeping score of these things. and So that's who cares. So I'm not well, I'm holding myself, you
1: accountable by keeping score. No, but Zach,
0: here's what I can go off of. Yesterday he was catching punts. Will he today? They're in the bubble, so I don't know if they're going to do it. But he was catching punts yesterday. Mike Vrabel says, "Hopefully, we'll see him in the preseason doing it and go from there." So all I can go off of is one day of him catching punts. Is it feels like it's trending towards him having that possibility? I'm so not going to say final black and answer white, is yes or what? No. what.
1: What do you think? I don't give a damn what Zach. all the other BS that you spew. I'm just asking you a question. Can you answer it? Right now, it's trending towards that that being a possibility. That's So, the are answer. you a yes or a no? I don't understand
0: how you don't think my answer is fair enough. Like, well,
1: you haven't said yes or no because that's not how it works, dude. What do you, you know think? What do you you're think? asking
0: me, you're what asking
1: do you think? me. I know, no, no. What do you think, Austin? Yes or no? Do you think he's going to return punts in the preseason? It does. At the end of the day, he really, shouldn't. who cares if he does or he doesn't? One person's going to be right. Who cares? I'm, I'm not trying th- to be that, right or wrong, then, Zach.
0: So, I, like I say, he shouldn't do it. I'm not trying to be right or wrong. You're trying to make me wrong. What do you is what think he will do? I don't. I don't, you don't know. Be right? You, I don't know, man. I don't know because and so you, you are the biggest say, fence guy talk. in the world. No, because you you're are the
1: Stanley fence system. No, stop, this stop, is unbelievable. Shut
0: up! Shut up! Shut up! You shut, have to say yes. I have zero control over this. So why should I answer yes or no? What do you think? Can you form an opinion? Here is my opinion, Zach. I'll say it one more freaking time for you. Listen up, okay? Listen, listen. He should not return punts in the preseason. It would be a waste of time. Will he? It seems like Mike Vrabel has an interest in seeing him doing that. That is my answer from being at practice and watching it. So I'm not answering your yes or no question because I'm not going to set myself up for you dancing on me two weeks from now when he does it. It's a question. Who no, cares? No, because, no, because you, you just care. are a
1: fence guy. You're no, on the fence. No, you care. You, you care, care,
0: Zach. You care.
1: That's I, why I am not answer the question because you're going to hold it against me I, if he does well, it. I'll come out. Look, I'll stand up on the other side of the fence and I will say I do not think that he fields a punt. I don't think he should. So I like, didn't ask you if he should. I asked you, do you think he Zach, will? There's two I, different questions. I don't freaking care, man. I don't care. I'm. You God, don't care. You're why,
0: covering the team. You why? I, why don't you care? No, I don't care about my prediction about
1: something he might or might do in the preseason. Can you form an opinion, yes or no? I have my opinion. Damn it! Will he do it? I don't fucking know. Stop, dude. Whoa!
0: Come okay. on! Stop okay. doing this. All right. You are being okay. Wicked. Well,
1: now, now you've. Look, you can't answer the question now. You've you you've are being gotten ins- out you of you are hands. being ridiculous. So let's 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 get some good news after that. All
0: right, y- you gotta stop doing that. All right, we'll get you to can't answer a question though. No, no, because you're you're gonna set me up to be wrong.
1: Who Come cares? On. You, you do. do what if you what do. if he does? You what do. if he does catch a punt and you said that he did? I we don't can don't care have a about conversation about, right about that. that.
0: We're having a conversation after practice. God, dude, you're driving me insane. Why do you not understand how annoying you are? Because you can't answer questions.
1: You, you, because this is you're asking show. me loaded questions. You can't questions. have opinions on Opinion Show.
0: Zach, you're asking me loaded questions to set me up to be wrong. Who cares? And I'm not going to do that. Well, then say no. Because I don't know. It's not in my control. Why would I put myself on record for that?
1: It's an opinion.
0: <laughs> okay, let's get to good news. But first, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans.
1: Farm Bureau Health Plans, look. There's only one opinion on Farm Bureau Health Plans, and that is an absolute yes. Y-E-S. That's a yes. Farm Bureau Health Plans, 200-plus locations, better coverage, better rates, better service. FPHP.com slash A to Z. They can help you like they've helped me. I save 20% every single month on Farm Bureau Health Plans. Man, it has helped me tremendously, and it's easy. You take a quick health assessment, they give you a quote, and then you assess, hey, should you make the switch? I did, and I am very, very glad that I did. They've got better service when you talk. When it comes to when you have and need somebody to talk to, they will be on the line. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. That's FBHP.com slash ATOZ.
0: Today at BetMGM, in any Major League Baseball game, you can get a risk-free, no-run first-inning bet because it is no-run first-inning Friday with the BetMGM app. All you got to do is find a game, and we're going to suggest one on our social media later on today. For no runs in the first inning scored, it's risk-free up to $25 if only one run is scored in that first inning. It's time for some good news. (laughs) All right, what is your good news today, Zach? And we've got a lot of comments uh, about good news as well.
1: I'll let you read those comments. I have good, bad news. I'm going to run through both of them. Good, bad news for, well, me. One is good for everybody else, but bad for me. And that is what occurred yesterday. Mm. And that is the Big Mac. I had time to go through the drive through and get a big Mac with a large Cola and a large fry. I ate the majority of the fries. I ate about, I would say half of the big Mac before I was like getting queasy. And I, the Coke, I will say McDonald's does have good Cola. They do have good Coke, but that's good for the viewers. I'm a man Mm. of my word. I told you I was going to do it. I made time. That, that is my evidence. So That's that is tough. good for the public, bad for me. The other thing is good for me and bad for the public. And that is Julio Jones is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And I have a good feeling that he is going to be so much better in Tampa than he was with Tennessee. I think it's obviously a different situation, different quarterback, different health. Julio Jones is not going to be the Julio Jones that we saw in Atlanta, but... I do think Julio is going to be much better in Tampa than what what he was able to or not able to accomplish as a tight.
0: All right so good news Jeff uh, I don't know what he's referring to but I'm glad it's here Good news the dancer that had the video board fall on him in Hong Kong didn't die just serious neck injuries that's that's good. Uh, Bobby says good news is playing vacation less than one week away that's fan- fantastic as well. Uh, some more good news. Uh, Billy says, good news. That segment is over. (laughs) Uh, John says, good news. The, uh, age rating for the show has been updated. There you go. Uh, more good news, uh, that Zach, uh, let's see. Clayton says, good news, uh, bought a PS five this morning, tried for a year and a half and finally got it.
1: I feel Um, feel like those are like white tigers, right. Or white whales. You can't find them. Like they're out there. You see screen, you know, shots of, of the games, but yeah, I, I, that that is wild. So congratulations. That's big time. Max, good news. His mom's surgery went
0: well. That's Way fantastic. To go, Max. That's that's, that's great. great news. Uh my good news is that I I went on Buck's radio show Wednesday after Titans practice before Sam and I went live. Uh, and I got a really good one in on Buck um talking about trailing birds. He was very accountable of everything. He he brought up his asthma, so Maybe Sam Pittman really doesn't know much about asthma uh, from his 3-HL interview from last week. But, now he was great. He said that he should have ta- uh, ha- should have attacked it differently uh, to start his Titans career a few months ago. But he looks great. Mentioned he lost five or six pounds. And I think, Buck, you know, that makes a huge difference, right?
1: <laughs> I almost cussed at you. <laughs> you mother bleeper. Oh, that oh, is shameful. Man. All right, you know
0: what? So the Curb Your Enthusiasm music to follow that one that uh, Traylon Burks lost the last five or six pounds. that made the difference, but Buck couldn't do it. And I didn't plan that, but it was a well-landed joke. And, you know, Buck took that in stride, but pretty uh, pretty good appearance there.
1: All right. You got three minutes. How do we tie a tie?
0: Well, so I'm left-handed. So this is going to be tough for you guys. So uh, I've got my my short end over here and my long end over here, right? So you have to line it up. You put the short end just a little bit below your chest. Ah, uh, you rotate over, and I'm doing this in a where I'm mirrored, right? So it might be kind of backwards for me. So I'm kind of blind doing it. So then you flip this over this direction. Hopefully, I don't hit my microphone. Then you go one more time to make that knot a little thicker. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you come up through the center here. You pull it all the way through, and the, the tricky part is you got to be able to feed it through that last flop there. And if you pull it through. Let's see how I did here. Let's see. It's really big right now, but I just got to tighten it up a little bit. Pull it there. Pull it there. Here we go. There we go. How about that?
1: That's not, a pretty good looking tie.
0: Not bad. Not bad. I haven't tied a tie in probably three years. But there we go. Not not too terrible, but, you know, blind tying a tie. That's how you tie a tie from a lefty standpoint. I don't know how you guys do it as right-handers, but that's how you do it from a left-hand standpoint.
1: The opposite. We're in the yeah. mirror. You yeah. did it right-handed, right in the mirror.
0: <laughs> I that was the weird thing is like not being able to time that up thing. But there you go. All right, so I'll I'll see you guys uh, after Titans practice. Have a great rest of your Friday. Uh, Sam and I will be live around one o'clock today. See you guys then. Appreciate it.
1: Adios.